Good evening, Birds Down Under fans. This is our bi-week podcast. I'm your host, Tom, and it is great to be here with you. I thought I'd say hello, even though it's an off week for the Eagles, and just catch everybody up on the state of the NFC, the state of the NFC East, and uh, just hand out my thoughts in relation to where we stand with everything. So let's get started here. Just a quick review of the NFC East action of the week. So just a reminder, the Eagles play in the NFC East, along with the Washington Commanders, Dallas Cowboys, and the New York Giants. Uh, unfortunately, every single one of those teams all won this weekend. So the uh, Washington Commanders, now quarterback by Tyler Heineke, replacing an injured Carson Wentz, beat the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys smashed the Detroit Lions in Dallas, unexpected or expectedly. And last but not least, the New York Giants beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Um, a couple thoughts. First off, the New York Giants now are six and one, so only one game behind the Eagles, and they've played an extra game. So. I think the Giants are legit. I uh, watch some of the, the highlights certainly today, and my observation is that they're extremely well coached. Brian Dable, the coach, um, came over from the Buffalo Bills last year. He's coached Alabama. He's just really sound in his philosophies as a head coach. He's got some extremely strong coordinators on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball, and they're making the most of the talent they've got. Um, Saquon Barkley, their running back, who was a very high draft pick, looks incredible. Looks like he's the guy they drafted five years ago. And the defense, uh, rookies really stepping up. Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon looks really exceptional. He's a defensive end pass rusher. Um, so the Giants look legit, which is not amazing news because we already have to contend with the Dallas Cowboys now with Dak Prescott back, their star quarterback. Dak was hurt for the first, first um, six weeks of the season. He's back now, and predictably they did very well under Dak. So... Um, yeah, the, the Cowboys are going to be a real challenge, and uh, I think we can pretty much write off the Commanders, even though I do think they'll be a harder team to play with Taylor, Tyler Heineke uh, at the helm as opposed to Carson Wentz. So in short, the NFC East right now is extremely competitive, and I think this is going to be a very interesting run for the Eagles. The Giants beat us last year in one of our games, so um, we should certainly not be looking past them. They're going to be a really tough out in both games. So just a reminder, we play all of our divisional opponents. So again, Cowboys, Commanders, Giants twice each year, once in our stadium, once in their stadium. So that makes up almost half of our scheduled games. So it's really important we keep our eyes on the uh, competition here. And yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. And Dallas, you know, you hear me week in and week out, they're going to be extremely dangerous. Now, thankfully, we don't play Dallas until I think it's New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve. So we don't pay, play them again for a long time. Um, and if the Eagles take care of business, they can absolutely get there without having that game mean too much by the end of the season, i.e. we've wrapped up home field advantage, et cetera, et cetera. But um, you know, that's a long, long, long ways away from here. So yeah, certainly interesting times for sure. Um, just a kind of comment on the state of the NFC, the National Football Conference, which is where uh, the, NF the NFC East resides, is it's just not that strong this year, which is fantastic because, you know, the Eagles have got... Um, not that many good teams remaining on the schedule. Just to put that in context, um, let's see here. I'm just going to pull up the schedule. But uh, in short, we just don't have the hardest run, um, you know, the, with our remaining games. So uh, we have beaten the Lions, the Vikings, the Commanders, the Jaguars, the Cardinals, and the Cowboys, you may remember. 
coming up next, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Then we travel to the Houston Texans. Then we have the Commanders in Philadelphia with a Tyler Heineke-led team. Then we go to Indianapolis and play the Colts. Um, then the Packers in Philadelphia, Green Bay Packers in Philadelphia. The Titans in Philadelphia. That'll be interesting with Tennessee John. At the New York Giants, that's the first time we play them, which is interesting because that's not until December 11th. Um, then at the Chicago Bears, then at the Dallas Cowboys, um, the Saints come, the New Orleans, New Orleans Saints come to Philadelphia on January 1st, and we wrap up the regular season with the New York Giants um, sometime after January 1st. Interestingly enough, the date is TBD. Not sure why that is. But, you know, that's not a really difficult schedule, if I'm honest. And some of these teams in the NFC that we expected to be good like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who got smoked today by the the Carolina Panthers, who were mailing in the season, have just traded away their best player, Christian McCaffrey, somehow absolutely smoked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I don't know what's happening to uh, the GOAT, Tom Brady, but there just is something wrong in Tampa. And that's good news for Philly, because that's one of our big competitors. Uh, the Green Bay Packers lost today to the Commanders. So, you know, that's not a good sign for them. The San Francisco 49ers, who is a team I'm convinced will be around till the very end. They had a pretty poor showing today against the Kansas City Chiefs in San Francisco or the Bay Area. But uh, again, you know, I think that's probably a combination of the Chiefs playing very well and uh, potentially maybe the Niners not playing their best game. But rest assured, the Niners will be in this thing till the end. The Rams, um, the LA Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs just don't look like themselves. They're, uh, they're not a great team. Um, so honestly, our best competition is probably right in the NFC East at the moment. The Vikings are, um, they're a team to be reckoned with, but we've beaten them handily. So, um, we only play them once in the regular season. So we'll have all sorts of, um, st statistical advantages from a, uh, strength of schedule standpoint, a head to head standpoint. So, you know, again, looking at the, uh, looking at the schedule ahead, we could win an awful lot of games. Um, and you know, if we get to, 13 and 4, 12 and 5. Certainly 13 and 4, 14 and 3 would probably secure us a first round bye throughout the playoffs. And what does that mean? We don't have to play in the wild card round, so we skip a playoff game. And then every other playoff game we play is in Philadelphia until we lose or we get to the Super Bowl. So safe to say, home field advantage throughout the playoffs is a pretty huge advantage. Coming to Philly in January with the home crowd. Not fun. You know, we heard from Melvin Mike after the Cowboys game. He really felt like the Eagles' home field advantage played a big role in the loss. I don't disagree. So it's something we really need to be striving for. But again, you know, I look at it and I think the Cowboys are our biggest threat, um, probably followed by the Niners, Giants, um, and I have a hard time saying the, uh, the Buccaneers, the way they're playing, and the Packers, I don't think they deserve it. So you know, let's look in our own backyard for where our real threats come the remainder of the year. Now, can the Eagles get complacent and lose a bunch of games? Absolutely they can. Can they get injured and lose a bunch of games? Absolutely they can. Um, these things happen, and they can be a combination of the two. So we'll see. You know, we'll see if the Eagles can continue to focus on every single game being the most important game, because that's really what it takes, is just that game in and game out focus on the next game, not four games from now, not playing the Cowboys next or the Giants next, or, you know, not looking ahead of, ahead of opponents like the Steelers. The Steelers beat the Buccaneers two weekends ago um, in Pittsburgh, and I assure you that the Buccaneers were looking at that game like it's a layup. Well, it's not a layup. Every single one of these teams is full of professional football players who are uh, who are paid to perform. So um, the Eagles have to turn up every single week or you get let down. 
But I have to like where we are right now. Um, health is going to be a big factor. I saw an interesting today, uh, in thing today on Reddit, subreddit um, on the Eagles, which I like to frequent. And it had an interesting visualization. And I'm going to try and just pull it up and describe it to you. But it was called the BU graph, the, the BUS rankings, which is the NFL busted up, um, busted up, what, are the, what is the standing for? Um, banged up score. So really what it's suggesting is the higher your score is, the less injuries you've taken. Interestingly enough, number one on the list out of 32 teams is the Philadelphia Eagles with their score of 88.2. At the very, very bottom is the Baltimore Ravens with a score of 59.6. And it's notable because Baltimore keeps winning games despite all their injuries. So, And the Giants are third last there with injuries. So the Eagles thus far have been really, really fortunate with injuries. Um, but that can turn really, really quick. So, you know, the NFL BUS rankings, the um, banged up score is has been a real factor. And I think, you know, you look back at the training camp and it was controversial because the Eagles did so little hitting, as we've discussed. Uh, well, they're looking pretty smart now. So, you know, if we can stay on top of the bus rankings, I think that's really the name of the game. The name of the game these days in the NFL is the war of injuries and attrition and how uh, how much can you keep your, you know, your opening day roster intact all the way through the playoffs. So, you know, early signs are good, but it can change on a dime. Just one weekend can uh, strip away a lot of good starters off a defense and an offense. So hopefully that does not happen to us. So folks, this is not a long one today. I just did want to say hello. Um, Didn't want to leave us all without a birds down under pod over the bye week. A couple of things to think about coming out of the bye week. Next week, we do play the Steelers in Philadelphia, which should be um, a pretty winnable game, but again, you never know. Teams coming off bye weeks, just to let you know, can either play really well because they're rested or play really lethargically because they're rested. It's funny, it kind of goes either way. Andy Reid, our old head coach who won so many games for the Eagles, he was exceptional after bye weeks. You'd never beat an Andy Reid team after the bye week, but we haven't had that kind of success since. So we'll have to see how Nick Sirianni comes out after the bye week with the team and how um, rested up and prepared they are. The big, uh, the big thing for me is our offensive line's health. If we continue to get people like Lane Johnson back from concussion and Landon Dickerson can get his ankle right, I feel great about the second half of the season, or I suppose it's not the second half, but the the next stretch of 11 games. If our offensive linemen are rotating in and out with injuries, I'm really nervous. Um, As great as Jeff Stoutland is, our our, uh, offensive line coach, you know, he can't just continue to work miracles when we lose people, so... And the last thing to watch is the trade deadline. So November 1st is the trade deadline. And uh, Howie Roseman, our general manager, tends to be a wheeler and dealer this time of year and and likes to make deals. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Eagles did make a play on somebody. If they were going to give up some draft capital to bring someone in, I'd love it to be a pass rusher. I think that's an area we're still deficient. I also think a good punt returner, kick returner would be uh, a a boost for the roster. Britton Covey has just not done enough to date. Um, So, yeah. Pass rusher would be great. And uh, as I say, you know, a potentially more explosive punt return, kick returner. But other than that, you know, I I can't see any obvious areas for upgrade for the Eagles. Maybe another safety, but, you know, hard to see how that works. So, yeah, Um, that's the state of the team right now. It's going to be an interesting following 11 games. We'll see where we sit at the end of the regular season. And we'll see whether or not they could keep this momentum going. Uh, and again, stay ahead of their very, very tough rivals in the NFC East. So 
Good time to be an Eagles fan, though, everybody. I hope you're appreciating it. If this is a new sport and a new season for you and you're uh, just getting your head around it, I will remind you once again, this is not how your average season goes. So enjoy the ride. Um, and there will be a game coming up, who knows, that we absolutely um, you know, throw a total dunger in the, uh, in the bin and we will uh, be talking about how badly the Eagles played against an inferior opponent. That will happen. So I want everybody to be prepared for that. It's going to happen, uh, and you never know when you're going to lay an egg in the NFL. It can happen on a weird, uh, any, we, any week. Generally, they're called trap games. You've heard me talk about trap weeks before. Trap games are those games where you're looking ahead to your next opponent. Um, it can happen anytime. So hopefully it doesn't happen to us, but I want to prepare you all that it likely will. Anyway, that's it for me. No uh, Melbourne Mike tonight, no Kiwi Glenn, no Tennessee John, but we will definitely be getting all those fellows back on sooner rather than later. We also do need to get Matt, the Giants fan, back. Matt Cause, um, my friend from Toronto, who some of you will have heard in a previous episode, and get his take on the Giants. He's got to be feeling pretty excited about where they're at now. So, everybody, uh, big run ahead of us. Stay, uh, stay rested. It's going uh, to be fun, and uh, look forward to talking next week. See ya.